and welcome to another edition of The Empty Parlor. This is episode 29 and a continuation of the previous episode. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Lynch. And I'm the other host, Matt Lamb. And we were talking about Franz Liszt for about three minutes. And then we (laughs) talked about a bunch of other bullshit. But I promise you that you'll get the rest of the story of the famous Franz Liszt if you hadn't already researched it yourself in the week that it's taken us to send you guys this episode although this is only about 20 minutes past when we stopped recording the last one but you know things yeah, happen we gotta, so we gotta we gotta give people a reason to keep listening we gotta keep you tuning in we got we can't give you everything all at once we had to we had to separate our fucking episodes so that you had to you know that you tuned in to get the thrilling conclusion to what these two dudes think about Franz list yeah, because you know, uh, Franz List, you can only take Franz List in about three minute chunks. So, yeah, I, I mean, know, expect at least, <laughs> speak it, predict at least three more minutes of Franz List and then a bunch of other crazy bullshit just to dampen the the explosives in it that are in your head because they're going to go off if we talk about Franz List too yeah. much. Dude was a fucking, dude was a fucking brain bomber. Fuck your whole brain up, man. <laughs> He'll fuck your brain up to shit. <laughs> He'll fuck it up to shit. <laughs> that's a that's a fucking empty parlor promise. <laughs> Franz list information will kill you. You're gonna die. It's like the it's like that video from the movie the uh, creepy girl from the from the well. I don't remember what it's called. Is it the ring? The ring. Uh, yeah, the ring is the one from the TV. Yep. Franz list information. Too much of that. You get a ring girl. Yeah, you get a but not like Franz a, a list sexy will come out one. of your fucking phone and bang yeah. away on your keyboard until it fucking breaks. No, Franz List is gonna bang away on your fucking face with his crazy ass fingers. He's gonna hit you with a thousand. It's gonna be death by a thousand punches, but they're all gonna be finger punches, dude. Yeah, and he's it's gonna, gonna take be just like a bunch of seconds. Dude, there's a reason why they had to improve the the piano for this motherfucker because he's just hitting double notes, dude. He's hitting double <laughs> double index fingers, dude. Double middle fingers, dude. Pinky action coming in, but they're all coming at your face. Yeah, dude, it's like a five finger death punch, except for it's just ten fingers over and over and over again. Dude, it's like a thousand finger death punch from Lintz. Listen, bro. <laughs> One thousand five finger, finger death punch. <laughs> I feel like five finger death punch compared to the thousand finger death punch of Franz List is an indication of the quality of music that they produce. Boom! Roasting five finger death punch. Good. What's up? Fuck them. Five finger death punch <laughs> saw them, sucks so bad. Saw them in concert that are bad. I I I definitely understand the. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of really shitty bands in concert that are like shocking to me that I've seen them live. Like, and it's just like such a weird like back part of my brain. Like, yeah. I realized that I have seen like every popular like radio butt rock band of the like 2010s. I saw Seether. I saw fucking Theory of a Dead Man. I saw Three Doors Down. I saw Buck Cherry. Like, I saw fucking Shine Down. And they all sing like this. I like it's it's such a weird part of my brain because in my brain like those aren't really concerts like they're just <laughs> they're they're so bad but like growing up like I guess just having these bands in my hometown every summer I I got so used to see like going to the music festival in Burlington that seeing like shitty butt rock bands like just is a weird back part of my brain that I've totally shut off until somebody 
brought up a band and I was like, oh yeah, I saw them live once. And they're like, why would you fucking do that? And I'm like, because they were there? Like, yeah, fucking Burlington. Like, fuck else am I going to do? I'm 17. We got the fucking coat factory that is probably fucking laundering money and nothing else. So I got to go watch Butt Rock. That was exactly it, dude. I fucking watched goddamn Buck Cherry and I ate fucking the most expensive but most delicious goddamn fair food. God, fair food just hits different, man. Ew. I'm I, sorry. I'm no, dude. I, I, there's some magic to me of just garbage fried, like moving, like moving houses that sell food. <laughs> like, dude, I, I feel like it's like a fantasy of mine. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a funnel cake, but then I'm throwing it away. It's like the idea of a funnel cake is so great, and then you take three bites, and you're like, I'm fucking over it. Dude, for me, like, I'll eat a whole-ass funnel cake. For me, that is the turkey leg. Is, uh, none it's, of it. In theory, the turkey legs, like, you see people eating them, and you're like, I want a fucking turkey leg. That looks like a fun. Like, when you go to the fucking Ren Fair, you're like, I want to eat a fucking turkey leg. And then you get, like, six bites in, and you're like, I'm not. That's like, what I'm this saying. is a dumb idea. Yeah, dude, when I see somebody eating a turkey leg, I'm thinking this motherfucker's going to have an acne breakout in three days. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I feel like the turkey leg is something that you do once, like, and then you learn, like, oh, I shouldn't do this. And then the second time, you're like, I think that was good. Like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're continuing to eat the turkey legs after a couple times, like, I'll give you, like, one or two or three. But, like, Whoa. if the favorite thing at the fair is the turkey leg, I got some fucking questions for you. Dude, you got a high turkey leg threshold. Exactly. Yeah, it's my, my turkey, turkey leg, leg, leg threshold is like one, maybe one in three bites. But it's like you ate a whole fucking turkey leg, then you came back and you had more than three bites of that son of a bitch, and you fucking ate it all to the bone. You're a maniac, and this is honestly kind of fucking tilting me off the friend meter. And I might need to get the fuck away from you, you maniac. I mean, what I'm not saying like I'm not saying all at once. On I'm saying total leg. in your lifetime. Okay, lifetime's a little bit different, but yeah, I mean, I'm saying like if you're eating, if you eat more than one turkey leg at the same fair. Absolutely not. You're you are you are an alien, <laughs> in human feet. What is the uh, what is the uh, uh, what is the appropriate amount of time between turkey legs that is going to be able to maintain friendship for you? I would like, say they eat like three turkey legs and then they wait like seventeen years. Is that is that okay? Or you're like you already beat it. You already passed it, dude. You I think one dead. every year is too much, but I think like one every like five, just as a like, man, maybe like maybe this will be the time that like. Even but even five like I can't imagine like I the last time I had one is like two or three years ago and I'm still at the point where I wouldn't go to the fair and be like I want another turkey leg. What the fuck? You're sitting here like metaphorically fucking pushing up a fucking Sisyphus boulder in the shape of a turkey leg up a fucking mountain that's never gonna end because you're trying to make the turkey leg taste good. It's gonna be fucking mediocre. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Like I can't imagine a time in like I can't imagine a time in the future where I would want another turkey leg. So I'm trying to imagine like a time to me that would be acceptable. For someone to like have another turkey leg after they realize how shitty the turkey leg is the first time. Well, it's also like if they disclose it to you, that maybe let's be a pretty close friend because like I'm not I I mean I don't know how close you got to be to somebody to be able to to like describe the food that you eat on a daily basis. But if somebody's <laughs> disclosing their like daily in- intake of turkey legs, and then I have the ability to measure the last time they ate a turkey leg, it's like, okay, you're already in my friend circle, probably pretty close friend circle. If you're disclosing the food that you ate the day before, or maybe even that day, but motherfucker, if you eat another turkey leg in the next 17 years, I might have to fucking unfriend you on all the social media platforms and probably throw your number in the garbage. Throw my whole phone in the garbage. 
I, I mean, fucking especially talk like when there are so fuck. many superior <laughs> fair foods. Like to me, to me, really, uh, to do like the corn dog is the superior fair food. Yeah, corn dogs are corn dogs are hard to fuck up, and you know it's a hot dog inside of cornbread. How can you fuck that up, but, yeah. dude? When it's, you start putting meal. sweet shit on a corn dog, is when you are tilted off the friend meter for me, bro. If I Oof. see a guy or gal or non-binary pal chowing down on a fucking turkey or on a, on a oh, okay, a turkey like we already established that. But if you're eating a fucking large corn dog with some syrup on it, Oof. man, I'm That's treating tough. you like a hippo, motherfucker. I'm getting that out. Is tough. That is a tough situation. I will say there is one exception that was shockingly good to me. And even I like struggled to like rationalize it in my brain. When I was a kid, my friend's mom, like when I've stayed over for breakfast, she made corn dogs, but the inside was sausage and the outside was a blueberry pancake. And I'm going to be here to tell you, I didn't think it would be good. And then I ate that shit and I was like, this is a game changer. Yeah, that's that's some fucking science fair nonsense craziness, dude. That's like that's like some gastronomy going straight to the trailer park. That was like, yeah, that and then oh, believe me, it was like it is that is some frozen Johnsonville shit. That is not gourmet eating, but you know what? When you're 10 years old, that is actually like some of the best shit you will ever put in your mouth. Dude, honestly, the flavor combination there is probably straight out of like a five-star kitchen, but they just fucking Travis Francis University that shit up. <laughs> the, the culinary <laughs> section of the fucking ghost school. Yeah. Dude, Travis Francis University, some guy's like, dude, all right, I know we've been doing a lot of Bigfoot research, but I've been getting in some cooking, and I'm pretty sure that if we combine blueberry pancakes and sausages... That we got something. And then one of the people that are like, fuck off. I'm working on my Bigfoot was killed off by the Romans thesis paper. You can talk about your stupid food later. And this fucking dude just goes and sells his shit to Frito-Lay. And then they just make countless blueberry pancake sausages. And then this guy's a fucking millionaire hanging out in an estate. And probably hanging out in a yurt in Montana summoning the devil or something, dude. Which also brings me to my (laughs) unrelated point that I just started to think of. So, like, the McGriddle is one of is McDonald's most popular sandwich, if I'm not mistaken. What? I think oh, that it, I think fuck. I might be wrong. I think the McGriddle outsells the Big Mac. I could totally be wrong on this, but I, I mean, think I never it's order true. a Big Mac. I order either a chicken Sammy, or uh, maybe if I'm like, if I'm like, like, you know how you f- you feel like you got hit by a grenade or some shit after oh, you get never. drinking done drinking some nights, you know, where you're just fucked up. If I'm like. In a stupor, hungover, I'll order a double quarter pounder. That's but like, exa- yeah, dude, that's, Mac, that's the Big one. Mac is like, dude, you got to split it up into two sandwiches. Like one full fucking sandwich and then one open face for a Big Mac, dude. Who's eating a full, I mean, eating a big full Big Mac is just a messy ordeal. So it's like you're just agreeing with yourself that you're going to be full. Of, you're just going to mess all over your body. After you eat a Big Mac. I mean, who eats a clean Big Mac, dude? Because that middle bun is going to shoot the fuck out the back, dude. Like a goddamn, like a skeet shot from a fucking, from a shotgun range, dude. It's going to fly the fuck out of your burger, bro. It's true. Also, I was wrong. I The McGriddles is not. I, I For some reason, I thought it was. Uh, it's number 10 res- on the list, though. You've restored a little bit of faith in humanity for me. Uh, the. But if you tell me it's McGrib is the number one. is actually the most popular. <laughs> 
There must be a bunch of there must be a bunch of shell shocked fucking hungover people going to McDonald's because that's where I'm at. I literally feel like it's just like, oh my god, I was just in war or something. I need to fucking eat. <laughs> I if I if I go to McDonald's it's for the nuggies. I like let's be honest here. Their nuggies are fucking tasty. You know what? Nuggies are a special a special treat for me. It's like nuggies are like, hey, I want some nuggies. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like, hey, I want McDonald's or like, hey, I want fast food today. It's like, hey, let's do a cheat meal. Let's eat McDonald's. It's like, that's, that's like a chicken Sammy situation for me. But other times it's like, yo, hey, Kate, I'll get real close and whisper and be like, I want some nuggies. Fucking nuggies. But (laughs) that's the thing though, is if I'm in a nuggy mood, I don't go McDonald's. I go Wendy's. Wendy's nugs are good. Wendy's nugs nugs to me are the best. Yeah. And their spicy nugs are fucking good. Like. The only problem is, is like, Wendy's nugs are a very, like, a very particular situation because Wendy's nugs are better plain. Like, that's the thing is Wendy makes the best plain nuggies, but McDonald's sweet and sour sauce is so fucking good that, like, it's it's such a tough balance for me because, like, I I like to eat dry nuggies. I'm a bit of a fucking crazy person. I like, I like a dry nuggie. Dry nugs. Hey. Motherfucker, dried chicken wings. I sound like a fucking redneck coming in from the fucking <laughs> left wing of a bar. Hey, motherfucker, are you wearing a mask? Are you Antifa or something? No, uh, no. Hey, hey, here, look here, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna be really aggressive. I'm gonna keep this energy. <laughs> look here, motherfucker. I'm a huge fan of dry wings, dry nugs, fucking even dry chicken fillets, bitch. I'll fucking eat that shit. I don't. I'm not a big. I make hot sauce, but I'm not a huge sauce boy. At I least can on chicken. But you see, some people are like, oh, nuggies are made for dunking. And I'm like, a couple times. I don't want to dunk every nuggie. Sometimes I just want to eat the nuggie alone. Like, I will say, Wendy's barbecue sauce is the weirdest barbecue sauce I've ever eaten in my life, but it's fine. However, Wendy's also has not accomplished a sauce that complements their spicy nuggies. Not the, and not to say that they need a sauce. However, McDonald's sweet and sour sauce per, so perfectly complements... They're McNuggies that, like, it only beats it out for me in that area, because, like, in, in the dunk factor. It's it's a, it's a, weird, it's a real toss-up for me. But if I'm, if I'm going Nuggies, my heart says Wendy's, always. But I will say, I, if I will sometimes order, like, extra packets of sweet and sour sauce just to keep them in case I get other Nuggies from other places. Yo, you know what? You know what the real fried chicken play is? You know, like you got fried chicken at McDonald's and Wendy's, you know, and it's it's nice if you got a small mouth. You know, it's fine. My go-to is raisin canes. You and you and Sean Dangler, both. Shout out to Sean Dangler. My our, our boy Dangles, bud. What's up? Yeah, he, uh, he he posted his uh, shout out to my buddy Sean Dangler. He has been he's a staple of the Moines comedy scene. He has a bit where he posts his power rankings of random things and today was his power rankings of fast food restaurants and let me tell you because the whole thing is like everybody gets like it's his it's his most popular thing because like everybody fucking disagrees with him and it just turns into like a fucking chaotic mess in the comments it's it's a whole blast of a fucking bit shout shout out to sean dangler awesome bit hilarious today was his breakdown of fast food and he had raisin canes at the top which was very controversial Nah, dude, I agree, man. 
Raisin Cane's solid. What you got to do is you got to get the box meal, I think. I think it's number three. And then you got to replace that fucking coleslaw with another More piece toast. of bread. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, like, I, I will say, like, I, I do enjoy me some Cane's, but seeing it the number one slot, dude, it was a little, it was a little contentious. I, I was a little, I What's was a better? little, I was a little Jersey nervous. Mike's fucking witch, witch. Subway, fuck that. Subway's Subway's bread was recently identified as having it's too cake. much sugar in there. It's to cake. Meet. Yeah, it has too much sugar in there to meet FDA FDA guidelines for bread, and it's fucking dessert bread. It's a cake, but <laughs> a cake. But you know what? Subway to me is more is less about the quality of Subway, and it's one hundred percent just nostalgia. Subway was like a rare it's treat convenience when I was factor a kid. too. Dude, you want to know? Oh, hey, all right, let's play this game. I dare you to guess the weirdest place I've ever had Subway. Uh, somewhere not in America, for sure. Yep. Um, an airport we, in Japan. I don't know. Way weirder. On the Great Wall of China. There's a fucking Subway on the Great Wall of China? <laughs> yeah, bro. We fucking did like a like a 10-mile hike on the Great Wall of China, and we got done. So we started off on what's called the Wild Wall. <laughs> Oh my god, this is really embarrassing, and this like just shows my small town Iowa ignorant fucking dumbass brain. Uh, so we were doing the wild wall, which is not a moderated part of the wall. There's a there's a restored area of the wall where there's like cops and shit around, and it, like feels very China like. There's just like tons of fucking people, and there's like cops everywhere and shit. But the wild wall is like literally just you just fucking walk on this busted ass wall that's like you know thousand like a thousand years old or so, like however fucking long. Actually, let me do the fact check. How uh, China Wall? How old is that shit? That's oh, China Wall brings up the fucking restaurant. Wall of Great Wall of China. <laughs> uh, it was. It's old. Fuck! Come on, Wikipedia, help me out. Okay, yeah. It's, so it's almost a thousand years old. Whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But so you're on this old ass part of this fucking wall, and you're walking and shit. And, uh, dude, this is really embarrassing, but you know, this podcast is all just about who gives a fuck. And I don't care about embarrassing myself. Uh, so we were climbing, we had to like literally climb up, like rock climb up this little area to get up to this like bell tower thing. And at that time I was smoking cigarettes and I had a pack of cigarettes in my pocket and we get up to that top bell tower area and there's like a bunch of Chinese guys hanging out there and they're just hanging out and, uh, like they're just normal people. They're on the wall, just doing what we were doing and i smoked a couple cigarettes with them when we fucked off and they were just hanging out there and since they were there when we got there and when we left my dumb fucking white small town iowa brain was like oh yeah these guys live here (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck like i was just like yeah those guys that are just like the gatekeepers of the wall hanging out it's like no those fucking guys probably traveled from like a hundred like a thousand miles away for all i fucking know like who knows where those guys are from (laughs) fucking idiot like those guys just live on the wall what the fuck are you where do they get their cigarettes at huh what the fuck are you doing like they're like we had to travel (laughs) they went to the subway for it (laughs) but yeah so we traveled from that part and we traveled along the wall and then we got to like the the main restored area of the wall that that looks like it used to so it's all like rebuilt or whatever and the fucking the trick is is that you get to a certain part of the wall and there's a cop standing there and he's like yeah give me 40 bucks or you can't come across and it's like oh, i'm glad i had 40 american dollars worth of chinese fucking currency in my pocket which i'm pretty sure it's like 100 or so like chinese it was like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, more than that. 
Be like so four thousand. Like, yeah. Did you just do the? No. So it was like two hundred and sixty bucks Chinese yuan. Chinese yuan. So I had to give him like two hundred sixty Chinese yuan, which was forty bucks. But each, so I had to give him like fucking six hundred, almost like no five hundred and five hundred twenty dollars worth of Chinese money, or five hundred twenty dollars, five hundred twenty Chinese yuan, which is eighty U.S. dollars for Caitlin and Jesus. I to get past this fucking barrier. Uh, but so like we walked along that, you know, it's kind of annoying cause there was like so many fucking people there. This is way before COVID shit. Um, but yeah, man, it was like, we walked along that whole thing and it was fine. But then at the very end of it, there's a fucking subway. <laughs> like on the like, well, great I absolutely train. need to eat here. <laughs> yeah. We were hungry, man. It was like, fuck, I need to eat. Like we packed a couple snacks. I bought some fucking Chinese Chinese sunflower seeds and like some snacks or whatever. And I was like, these fuckers aren't doing it for me. This sunflower seeds aren't even salted. What the fuck am I doing? I need some subway baby. And those, then the subway was very Americanized. It was impressive. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Subway is like subway. You never, I, in my adult life now, subways have never been something that I've gone for. Subways have been places that I've ended up at. Like, yeah, I, I, it's usually when I'm on road trips and I stop for gas somewhere and I had no intention of eating, but then I walk into this gas station because like, this is literally, this literally is what happened to me. I, I drove from fucking Iowa to Pittsburgh and I was like about to run out of gas or not about to, but it was like, I was on the home stretch and I had like slightly less than like a half a tank of gas. So I was like, I'm going to pull over so that that way I know I don't have to like stop like right mm-hmm. as I'm getting into town. So I pulled yep. over and like, for some Sorry. reason my card wasn't working at the fucking pump. And I'm like a fucking course of not. And it's like snowing. <laughs> See, <and> cashier. <laughs> so Fuck I you. walked into the gas station and I'm just like blasted in the fucking face by the smell of subway. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like I, I'm bread. eating subway now. Like I'm, I'm yeah. now suddenly hungry. I also made the dumbest mistake Italian of my herbs life. And cheeses, baby. Yeah. I, I made the dumbest mistake of my life on the way home when I was driving from Pittsburgh to Iowa, I'd never eaten White Castle before. And I was like, <laughs> now is the time when I have a four hour car ride left to eat White Castle. Oh, you, you had diarrhea, right? No, shockingly, my stomach was like, we got this for you, but like, this is your last chance. <laughs> like, my stomach <laughs> was like, this is the last solid we'll ever do for you in your life. <laughs> you oh, fucking man. moron. Nice pun. No, it was literally like I like because I totally didn't even like think about it because like oh I've never had White Castle here's one like here's my chance, and yeah. then like as I'm like eating it I just so, like all of the things I know about White Castle suddenly come flooding back in and I'm like oh I'm about to shit my brains out huh, but you didn't I didn't somehow wow. my stomach was like we got this for you fucking you moron like like we'll hold the we'll hold the gate. They, and they did. Like my stomach was fine somehow. Like, dude, I feel hit, like whenever I whenever I eat White Castle, my stomach's like, open the gate, <laughs> get it out, get it out. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I like that was the other problem too. Is like, I don't think I'd ever been more disappointed because like, there's a whole movie about people like going to fucking White Castle. Like, dude, these burgers are probably the fucking so good. It was all about the journey, bro. Dude, it, th- those burgers are not good. <laughs> I was. Not... I thought the idea wasn't the idea of the movie. It it wasn't that White Castle was the best, but White Castle is. So I thought I I imagined it kind of like the college, like adolescent journey. Sorry, I like burped in the middle of that. It was really gross. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I I felt like it was like the the adolescent journey 
to go get something when you're fucked up and it's like you're young enough where you're not really familiar with being fucked up so you don't know how to navigate that well so a bunch of crazy shit happens because you're young and you only have so much time you you only have so much time to be young so you just say yes to everything and then you go on this crazy path to get there and even though the food's not that good the journey got you there and the food tastes good because the journey was there. And also those guys were ripped out of their fucking mind. No wait, weren't they weren't, they weren't high when they got there. Were they, they were just sober, but they were like, this took a long time. And this yeah. is so <clears throat> rewarding. And I thought like the whole thing about that movie was like, yeah, well, wake is not that fucking good. But like, if you take a like, if you have to ride a cheetah to get there, then it's dope as fuck. I guess I can, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess maybe my, my experience of getting them completely sober on a road trip, it, Two in the afternoon probably wasn't the most ideal way to eat White Castle. Yeah, my experience eating White Castle was like me and my me and my buddy. I think I might have told you about him before. He's like a genius, but he's like the dumbest genius ever. It's just like not dumb, but it's just like man, what the fuck you say? The things you say. Sometimes. Is that the guy it's that crawled like, like how we're? Yeah, far? <laughs> it is. It's the car. It's the guy that crawled two miles to my house. Did I talk about that on a podcast? Or is yeah, that you did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Mike. <clears throat> Super genius, but does weird shit. So we got fucking hammered the night before, and then the next morning he wakes me up at like fucking seven thirty in the morning. We're I'm like still fucked up, half drunk, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Let's go to White Castle and order like way too much food." And I just, at the time, I was like, "Yeah, sounds great." When we got the food, and it's just like, man, I just I'm eating this for sustenance. So I feel like <laughs> I'm just eating like fucking cardboard boxes right now. Like this isn't even like it's just it's just food. Like yeah, it's there, it's just it food. Was, it was just, it was a disappointment because in my brain, I was like, man, like I'm excited at, you know, because what was to me is like, even if I had never had McDonald's for the first time, I'd be like, wow, McDonald's is actually kind of pretty tasty. But like I was eating them and I was like, man, these are not good food. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I do not even try to go to White Castle, man. And there's yeah, also I, like that whole thing. Isn't there like a whole thing about like. White Castle is like loosely, weirdly, like almost racist, where it's just like white means pure, and it's like all this weird fucking like shit, like about like white people owned it, and like uh, isn't there like some weird fucking stigma about it? Like back in the day when it first started no out, and it was like no fucking blacks allowed or some fucked up garbage. I, I do know. know that there is a stereotype that everyone who works there is a fucking asshole. Apparently, <laughs> like they're serving. Apparently, like it's they're known for just like being rude fuck them because like i because like i did I, I thought that maybe i just like had like a fucking like whatever experience ordering but then like i i talk, i like mentioned on facebook like oh yeah i had white castle for the first time and then like a small discussion broke out and people were talking about how like every time they've gone through the drive-thru that it's just been like the like the rudest fucking person's like helping them and it's like whatever what like, i get it like fucking i'm not expecting you know great service from a fucking fast food worker they make no money they have no reason to be fucking nice to me but like, i mean there's a sense what... of humanity though hmm? there's a sense of humanity though like if you go up to a fast food restaurant and you go up and the first thing they say is like what do you want it's like what the fuck you man like i just got here that was like, more or less what they asked because they're like well, what are you having and i was like oh that's fine that's... well no but i mean like the way that they said it it was like oh and then i was like oh, can i get a number one I was like that it i was like yeah, I'm like, all right, this, and then they just said the email, like, no, no, hello, just what What are you going to eat? Is that what you want? Okay, here's how much it is. I'm like, all right, y'all are efficient. Uh, I don't know. I That bothers me, dude. I Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because we spend a lot of time communicating and, like, 
we obviously clearly enjoy this. And and when I communicate with somebody and they just come at me cold like that, my first instinct is to be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, like if I meet somebody and they're like, they're like, what do you want? I just want to be like, I just want to punch them. In the, not obviously I wouldn't do that, but it's just like in my mind, it's like, I wish you would do something to me so I could punch you because I fucking don't like you anymore. <laughs> like after one half of a second from meeting you, like you're cold open really makes me want to fart in your general direction and just walk away. But at the same time, like, I also get, like, yeah, fuck being a fast food worker. Like, that shit has to suck. So, like, I, that's why I'm, like, I don't really expect, like, I don't, I'm not saying that I, like, need to be spoken nice to, but it's, like, apparently just White Castle is known for just having, like, rude cashiers. And I was, like, all right. So I just kind of, like, went with it. But then I ate these fucking burgers. Well, the worst part, too, is, like, I, like, waited. Like, I should have fucking sat in my car, like, I'm expecting them to be like I like in a box. Like I knew that they were sliders, but I, I thought that they would be like in one box, like together ish. I didn't expect them to be in like separate boxes, all fucking like scattered throughout my fucking bag, like buried under a mountain of fries. So I'm like trying to eat these and drop and like pulling them out of their fucking like little cardboard husks to discover that they are so soggy and just like Ew. spongy. Like yeah, so. I'm like, wow. And then, like, all the onions started spilling out, and I didn't realize that there was fucking. Because I thought that they only came with, uh, like, because I knew that they didn't have, like, ketchup or mustard. I knew it was, like, I knew it was, like, burger and onions, because that's their fucking thing. I didn't realize there was also pickle on them. Oh, there's, yeah, there's one one pickle, right? Yeah, like, it's a tiny little pickle, little silver. So, like, possibly small, like, Cornish on one slice. Yeah, it's, like, the tiniest (laughs) fucking pickle. And, like, the worst part is, like, I, I just, I hate pickles. So like I take oh, a bite fuck of it you, and I'm like, fuck you, Matt. Fuck you, Matt. Fuck you for not liking pickles, you fucking piece of shit, fucking ghost <laughs> monkey hiding in the corner, scaring people dressed up like fucking little girls, fucking stealing my screams, motherfucker, piece <laughs> of shit. I'm the fucking worst. I just I can't do pickles, man. I just I I hate I don't like vinegar very much. Hey, it's fine. Fuck you though. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no. This has been a discussion on I don't fucking like I maybe that maybe they have some other shit there, but like I was like I'll get their number one. They're classic. They're the thing that I'm supposed to like about White Castle. Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, dude. It's steamed meat. It's like okay, fuck you. You got to poke holes in your shit meat to make it steam better, and then it's all frozen. And you fucking steam it, and then you throw a fucking corny shown fucking slice on that motherfucker, and then you throw a bunch of diced ass onions that you put through a stupid ass machine, and then you put it on two shitty ass fucking buns. Give me a break, bud. Their fries that, are pretty tasty, though. I'll get. I will give them that they have good fries. You know what? I'm not gonna talk too much shit on White Castle because I mean, like, they have an equitable business and they're doing something. They're doing something right, but like. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but fuck you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying fuck everyone right now. No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, White, no, White Castle's okay, but like, ugh, it's not oh, great. Oh, but the, the whole reason I brought that up was because uh, Sean Dangler's list. He had White Castle yeah. above Arby's, and I was like, this is an outrage. Mm. You know what? I remember Arby's is a special place in my heart because – I remember I lied to Caitlin when I first met her because she told me that her favorite pla- favorite fast food place was Arby's, and I just told her mine was too, but I don't really, never really had a fast food <laughs> place. The things you do when you first meet people. Yeah, she's like, my favorite fast food place. My wife does not talk that way, but she's like, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite fast food place is Arby's. And I'm like, mine is too. <laughs> you want to get married in 10 years? <laughs> As those conversations tend to go. Yeah, like Arby's is pretty fucking good. Yeah. I mean, they're I, – I, I can make my own fucking hot meat sandwiches, but 
their curly fries. Oof. Top notch. Yes, and their Jamocha shakes are fucking incredible. That sounds like almost racist. Jamocha. <laughs> Isn't that Jamocha. Like a racist? Is that it's, a racist uh, term? I don't know. I don't know why. Like I think they use like a Jamaican blend coffee because it's a I don't, co- I don't know about either, you, dude. But if yeah, I, I went know, up on weird. stage and I said the term Jamoke, I feel like I would get stabbed. I was like I don't like, even know Jamoka. what that term means. Jamoka. There's an A. If on you the even end. said that, it sounds fucked up. I don't even know what it. I don't know what it possibly could mean. But it sounds wrong. It sounds like yeah, a slur. I think they tried to. What it sounds like is they were like, "It's a mocha shake," but like. They tried to, like they tried to like somehow tie it to Jamaica, but it has nothing to do with Jamaica because it's just coffee. Because like either that or they tried to throw Java and Mocha together, which is dumb because Whoa. Mocha is already coffee. Dude, this is a fucking what synchronicity. Oh no! Because Jamoke, J A M O K E, it is slang for coffee, but is also slang for stupid person. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Dude, fucking, you heard it here first. First? First? <laughs> you heard it here first. On Jamo- I, I just almost called our podcast Jamoke. <laughs> the Jamoke Parlor. <laughs> the Jamoke Parlor. On the empty parlor that we ha- we just experienced a fucking in real time synchronicity, folks. Yep. That was fucked up. That wasn't even planned. Probably sounded planned. No, but not at all. We ain't, we ain't them boys. I will say, I missed... Arby's used to have this thing called a black cow shake. That was fucking great because it was a root beer shake. It, it was so fucking good. Sounds like a brown cow. Yeah, I don't know why they called it a black cow, but... <laughs> it was so good, and they stopped making it. I mean, it was like a root beer float, but like just blended into a shake. What Which, kind of know. what dude, hold on. What kind of what kind of fucking discussion at corporate was that to make a fucking clearly brown shake with chocolate in it? To call that a black cow shake. Like what is somebody oh, just no like chocolate. What the fuck? What color was it? I mean, I'm assuming it would have to because I mean it, it was literally just it was literally was it just brown? a root beer shake. Like it was it was basically a root beer float but like spun into a shake. Okay, so this is what I'm saying, dude. That was clearly it should be a brown. A, it should, yeah, shape, it should have been right? brown. But brown, see, like if you say brown cow, that makes people think chocolate. Dude, all right. So I don't know if this is gonna be controversial or not, but I'm fucking saying it anyways. I'm thinking that these fucking white dudes in a boardroom, they're having some fucked up racist conversation, and they're just like, "Why do we? Why don't we call it the brown cow shake?" And it's like, "I don't like brown cows. I don't want to call it the brown cow shake. Let's call it the black cow shake." And he's like, "It's not even fucking black." And then some racist piece of shit's like, "What? We call fucking black people black, and they're not black. They're brown." And it's like. Oh, I guess touche. Let's make it a fucking black cow shake. And then, dude, all right, based on that story, fuck Arby's, dude. I mean, maybe it was black because <laughs> it's anise and black licorice is anise. So maybe it was like that. Because, like, it was a root beer, which is flavored from anise. So maybe there was they were basing it off of the fact that maybe it was supposed to taste like black licorice. But, like, Handle, it just, hand, it didn't. you know, we were talking like about, fucking, you know, we're talking about logical razors earlier. So yeah. I'm going to ignore Hanlon's razor. I'm just going to go with Occam's <laughs> razor and say they're fucking racists. <laughs> they're racist over at Arby's. <laughs> Hanlon's razor would say that uh, you go with naivety instead of maliciousness. But I'm going to go with maliciousness and also the easiest path with ha- Occam's razor, razor, and it's just racism. I mean, I, I'm willing I'm willing to go there, and it, cause especially since they got rid of it, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, dude, you can't be calling a fucking 
a brown like dude this is the complexion of a black guy why are you calling it black cow shake man what the fuck is wrong with you and they're like what and they're like yeah dude get the fuck out of our company Racist over at Arby's destroying like, my favorite shake. <laughs> the guy from Arby's is like, what? All lives matter, dude. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here with your all lives matter bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that, dude. Speaking of, uh, speaking of stupid shit, so we should probably try to wrap back around to what we're, yeah, uh, we're talking about. We're running out of time. Last, before We got a bookend to this yeah. with fucking more list. Well, before we get into list, I wanted to talk about. I put a pin. I put. I do. Oh yes. You, you guys did. don't think. You guys don't think I remembered this shit from last week. <laughs> but it's only been thirty-five minutes for me. Maybe forty. Maybe sixty minutes for me. But it doesn't matter. I remembered. I put a pin and derailed. Do you remember? Put your get your fucking get your uh, librarian Tulpa going in your fucking head and make it make him or her or whatever you want to call him. Get them to go back in your library and remember when I talked about derailed and I put a pin in it before I talked about the creepy ass jail cell in that jail's basement or that <laughs> judge's basement derailed, right? Okay, so the, the town that I'm from is called Charles City, Iowa. And in Charles City, Iowa, we have a bar that is called derailed. Derailed used to be called the Choo Choo, right? Used to be because it's right next to train tracks. Well, in 2016, a fucking train derailed and hit the bar derailed. That's fucking insane, dude. Can you imagine just being drunk at this fucking bar and then all of a sudden a goddamn train <laughs> just like busts through the fucking wall behind you? Dude, I knowing the people that go to my town, they'd probably just keep drinking. Oh, they dude, probably like, fucking celebrate. You You're just like, well, I'm not going to put like it didn't hit me. <laughs> I mean, a normal person would be like a sober person would be like, we should probably get out of here because the fire department's going to come in here and spray shit all over the place. <laughs> like, but a drunk person is like, I'm not dead. Like it didn't hit me. Why do I have to get up? Yeah. The, the, the fucking the fucking drunk person's like, dude, get the firefighter a fireball, dude. Get him a fucking shot. Dude, get him a fucking shot. Let's do, <laughs> let's do fucking fire sh- fireman shots. Bro, fireballs are a dollar a shot here in Iowa. Don't you fucking know it? <laughs> it's true. Because we all fucking like to drink stupid heavily not for some I, fucking not reason. Not I, dude. Fireball is not good for my guts. Fireball is not good for anyone's guts. You know what? You know what, you know what? Call back from earlier. You know what happens to my guts when I drink fireball? Open the gates! I fucking shit everywhere the next day, dude. It's bad. I started drinking a lot of Jack Fire not too long ago, but then one night I got really drunk off of a bottle of whiskey, and I haven't. No, I just I haven't fucking drank hard liquor since. I because I drank by myself. I drank half a bottle of Jim Beam, and it was not a good day. Sounds like a drunk day. It was a. It was a rough one. It was. I, I just, it was literally the day after I had officially gotten to Pittsburgh. So like, oh, shit. yeah, it was, uh, I was like drinking. Cause I was like, like, I just done, like one of the most like biggest, like life changes of my life. Yeah. So then I was like drinking to like kind of celebrate slash like be like, holy shit. Like, you know, call my nerves. Cause I just moved across the fucking country and then. I just, like, got, like, crazy drunk, and then, like, all of my stress was just, like, guess who's back, and you're drunk. <laughs> guess who's back, and you're fucked up. Yeah. Getting so that crazy was a drunk special and... night for me. Dude, why, uh, man, 
I know what you meant by saying like I got crazy drunk, but like, dude, some people literally get crazy drunk and like murder their wives and shit. Dude, I isn't that fucked? I up? had a button, uh, a, a guy. I, I I wouldn't necessarily as far as to say I was a probably friend, separate but, uh, yourself from this guy. You're going to talk about killing his wife. No, he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> but uh, uh, when I was in college, my roommate, my dorm mate rather, had this friend, and like we would, like he was like a, he like when he was sober, he was like a, you know he was whatever. But um, we were like drinking in my dorm room, and uh, like they went out to go get Taco John's, and they came back, and my dorm mate is just like fucking furious, and his other friend is looking at me like just don't say anything, kind of like giving me a look like just let him fucking like do. You? And the other friend is like clearly just suddenly trashed, and like eventually like they start getting into it again, and apparently this dude was, like, so drunk that he started, like, thinking that, like, the government was after him. And he started, like, <laughs> freaking out in the back of my buddy's truck and, like, just couldn't control his fucking emotions and just punched out the back window of his fucking truck. What? Yeah, dude, like, he just, like, freaked out and just, like, punched out the back fucking window for no fucking reason. What a fucking psycho. Yeah. It was Is that so one of your Mensa weird. friends, dude? What? Is that one of your Mensa friends? No, this was this was a, just, <laughs> this is one of Mensa your fr- T- Travis Francis University friends. <laughs> yeah, this was this was a my uh, my doormate was cool as shit. Like he was like I could not have asked for a better doormate in co- well, I could have had like slightly better, but like really, <laughs> I'm just saying like I mean, saying that he was like the best is he wasn't incorrect. me, like, so he wasn't the best. No, like the you know, like he was fine, but there's one thing that he would do that would drive me insane, and like when I would need to go to bed at like 10, he would, st- he would like stay up late and like have the lights on, which is like already kind of annoying, but it's like, I yeah. get it in college for all studying, but he would make peanut butter sandwiches and chew so fucking loud. Oh, he was a mouth. He was a mouth open kind of guy. Well, like not usually, but like when it came to these peanut butter sandwiches, he just could not eat them fucking quietly. So God like, damn, was it like the fucking stickiest peanut butter you could find? Dude, it was so bad. So I would like be trying to sleep and just hear mouth like wet mouth sounds. It was the fucking worst. Sounds like shit. Dude, the worst roommate story. I don't maybe this isn't the worst roommate story at all, but this is kind of a humorous a roommate story. So my buddy Skyler, when we were in uh when he was in tech school, we were there at the same time, but I I met okay, I met the guy he's talking about one time and I'll tell that after this. But uh so he had this roommate. And he always told us how shitty this guy was. And he's just like, this guy fucking sucks. I hate my roommate or whatever. And he's like, he's also from Iowa. So fuck you, Lynch. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't take ownership over everybody from Iowa. This guy's fucking weird. He's not, it's Iowa's fault, not mine. But I guess what this guy would do is every morning he would take a huge shit in the toilet and wouldn't flush it. And when what I heard about fuck? this, well, when I heard about that, I was like, dude, power play. This guy's trying to take over your dorm room. Like this guy's, <laughs> this guy's trying to take it over. And Skyler was like, nah. And I was like, what? And he's like, nah, he's not, this guy's not, this guy is not taking over shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah. I was like, he's making power plays left and right. He's shitting in the toilet and making you flush it and making you smell his shit. That's a power play. If I've ever heard one, he's like, no, this guy's just like, a, like this guy's got a touch. He's fucked up. And I was like, wait, what? Come on, man. And he goes, no, he goes, no. What? Okay. I'm, I'm about to make fun of people with speech impediments, so I apologize, but I think it's funny. So he goes, he goes, yeah, no. 
yesterday I woke up and found his shit in there and he didn't have to go to class that day. So I gave him shit. I was like, why? I, I approached him about it. I was like, why didn't you, why haven't you been flushing the fucking toilet? His Skylar's telling me this. And I guess the guy completely ignores the toilet flush thing. And he, and, and he, he goes, and I'm about to parody this guy's voice. And Skylar goes, he comes up to me. He goes, he goes, Hey, Skylar, it's my stepsister birthday today. I guess Skylar goes, I don't give a fuck about your stupid fucking stepsister. Flush the fucking toilet. <laughs> it's my stepsister birthday. Oh, my God. I feel bad because it's making fun of people with speech impediments. But it's like, dude, you've been shitting in the toilet, not flushing. And that's your response. It's my stepsister birthday. This motherfucker probably got a 33 on his on his fucking ASVAB or something, bro. Like this Jesus is probably the Christ. same fucking guy that was bragging about his fucking twenty seven on the bus. <laughs> but so I met this guy one time. So I thought that was like a big power play. Turns out probably fucking not, dude. This guy's too busy worrying about his stepsister's fucking birthday. Who the <laughs> fu- who the fuck cares, dude? If it's my sister's birthday, I'm not telling strangers. It's my sister. Like that would be like that's a, that's a we- like that's a weird thing already. Like. If I was, if I get told anyone, be like, it's my sister's birthday today, they'd be like, fucking congratulations. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? I don't a give a stepsister's fuck. birthday. That dude, that, see, no, that's a different. He, no, I agree. He, he was still making power plays, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that's an insane just, thing to say. He was the just power punking play. him out, <laughs> dude. Maybe this guy's at a different level, or maybe this guy's just the bell witch. Dude, he's playing <laughs> just playing these fucking chess. Yeah. This guy's a fifth dimensional entity coming from the fucking nether realm, just fucking with people. And he's just like, yeah, I'm a demon. I shit in people's toilets and don't flush the toilet. And I <laughs> pretend just, to be a fucking roommate. He just wasn't prepared for the ultimate return of whatever weird serve he was going for, which is fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Skylar was like, it's my opportunity. I call this guy out for shit in the toilet and not flushing it. Cause I guess he left like fucking forearms in the fucking Jesus. toilet. Yeah. And he, and he was like, dude, what the fuck, man? The, the toilet's not flushing. It's my stepsister birthday today. <laughs> I just, dude, I remember, I fucking, I, I've never understood, like, that, like, the, like, caveman humor that, like, some guys still have. Like, that, like, leaving your shit in the toilet. I just remember I was, like, super hungover one day, and I went, and, like, sharing bathrooms in a dorm was, like, a fucking nightmare for me. But, like, I always yeah, make sure I got, any I got dorm, used to it pretty quick. Dude, you gotta but, like, be a clean roommate. If you got a dorm, you gotta be clean. Oh no no no! To. We didn't no, no no! It was it was not like me and my doormate shared a bath. It was oh, me and the entire floor. The dorm bathroom. Okay. Yeah, we, we shared a fuck like we, the the floor shared a fucking bathroom like that. Oh yeah, I was fancy, dude. I was in fucking oh dude, I was in fucking Air Force Technical School, dude, where we had our own bathrooms. Fuck you, nah, dude. That's my steps is to booking Linden Hall at goddamn Iowa State. You got to share a fucking bathroom with however many fucking guys. And I walked in, like, so hungover one day, and straight up, like, it looked like a fucking foot-long Coca-Cola can that someone had left in the bathroom. And I just, like, looked at it for a minute, because I was, like, so in awe of, like, how did this come out of a fucking man? Like... Yeah, dude, like, sometimes it's like, how does your asshole get that big? Or it's like, did was the turd compacted? Like, like that's exactly in your asshole, like, and then it did it fucking like inflate like a fucking avalanche rescuing fucking jacket that you get that you that skiers use, where the fuck they pull a string and that fucking thing just blows up to fourteen fucking feet wide to save you from an avalanche. Is that what happened to the turd that came out of your asshole? Like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, 
I'm wondering if maybe like there might have been another like, because it was like kind of early co conspirator. No, I'm wondering if it might have been like another person who was like, because for I was like poop shy at first because I you know I had never pooped anywhere other than like in the private bathrooms or like yeah. I, I like you go, like so like you, like a whole dorm floor like that was my only option was public fucking shitting every day. So yeah. like I, wait, like, you didn't have stalls. I mean, they had stalls, but I mean, like, it was like still like, oh, just public man. shitting. Like, you can't like, you can't. Yeah, I like, got over that know. in Walmart fucking bathrooms when I was a child. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just it, it it took me a while to get over. I mean, a, a while. I mean, like a month. But I'm wondering, was there a dude that just like did it shit for like a week and a half, yes. and then one day mm-hmm. was just like, all right, it's gotta go, and then just fucking yeah. laid out the fucking and he left it. I think that even he was like, I like someone has to bear witness. That's not to this. flushing. Oh yeah. <laughs> someone needs to bear witness and witness the glory. That is the shit that fucking deployed the avalanche, <laughs> the avalanche safety vest out of my asshole as it came Dude, out. It was in, like, it was to this day. Like I think about that shit. Like, yeah, not even shit. It, like, I've never seen anything like it before shit. in my life. Literally that shit. No, that's what I mean. Like, I, I literally think about that shit. Like, dude, you know what I think about this day? Like, on the oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like it just it, it's burned into my fucking memory. Dude, you know what's burned into my memory is on the same same page. So, um, at basic training in the Air Force, you know, high stress, right? Anytime high stress is going on, people are traveling the world. You know, they're traveling to maybe I don't know out of state for something they've ever ever traveled. Some people just get problems taking a shit. They get they get nervous constipation. Well, yeah. yeah. So I mean, imagine this probably what that guy had. He probably was just stuffed up for a while and then just fucking you know avalanche ballooned out of his asshole. This giant fucking forearm shaped turd. But uh, so in basic training, there were they were like warned us like you dude you guys got to eat your fiber like you're gonna be stuffed up. We're gonna fuck with you this entire time. You know it's a game. They're fucking with you the entire time. Uh, dude, I knew a guy that didn't shit the entire time, and that was two months. His, oh my god, dude, he had like a like hit. I, I didn't see anything weird on his stomach. Like it looked a little bulged out a little bit, but I don't know if that was just confirmation bias. But it's like, bro, you got so much poop in you. Like you, you're gonna die. Like what yeah, the that's, fuck? That's your body can't do that. I guess it can. Like I guess you cannot shit for a while. But, like, I think at some point it becomes compacted, which, okay, if anybody's eating right now, I'm real sorry. Jesse, I know you like to listen to our podcast on your lunch break. Sorry about to tell a real gross story. Dude, you, your shit gets compacted in your asshole, which means that the shit stacks up, so then you have a bunch of fresh shit, and then towards your asshole, it's all dried out, and it starts, like, scabbing to your inside of your sphincter. So then you literally can't shit the shit out of your at- shithole. That's, that's fucked. You have to go get your shit surgically removed. Yeah, they gotta like cut it out of your butthole. That's. Oof. Imagine that's... the relief, though. I mean, dude, have you ever had you you've had everyone's had a shit where they're like they they're like finally they're like ah and then it's just like all of it's coming out. It's like a demon's releasing from you. Oh yeah. When you, dude, you fucking sit there for like 10 minutes. Like this is, and like you get to that point where it's like, I can't not shit, but I also am not shitting. You're in that weird, like shit limbo. And then eventually like that one final fucking push. And then I fucking, 
You're like, okay, oh. let me fucking put a leg up on the fucking bath <laughs> on the bathtub real quick. Dude, I remember there was like again like my uh, my stomach would get fucked up in college, and literally there was one day where I like I hadn't shit in like a couple days, and I was like, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get. There was this one food that I knew would make me shit at the the cafeteria sold these like spicy uh, chicken tenders, and they always fucked up my stomach. And I'm like, I'm gonna just go eat these. And then I'm gonna just shit. Like that's my plan for the day. And wow, like, that's th- some like, very again, adult that fucking feeling solving. of like <laughs> whatever fucking magic that fucking went down in my stomach because of those fucking like those fucking tenders. That shit just that it was a magic shit. Cause I was like, oh my god, like I just did shit science, like <laughs> <laughs> which is just like a fucking diuretic. <laughs> it, no, it was like yeah, that's basically what they like. I don't know what fucking seat like it was. Shout out to Chester's Chicken for whatever they put on the fucking Shit spicy magic. wings. <laughs> and, yeah, their fucking spicy wings, dude, blew out my fucking stomach, like, in the best way possible. And I, and I, I never ate them again after that day because I was like, well, now I know the power of these things and I should not take it lightly. Dude, if you ever get on a fucking two-month no-shit spree, fucking just go to Iowa Chester's State University. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it goes to Chester's Chicken in Ames, Iowa. Well, I mean, it's apparently, like, I didn't realize it was a chain Apparently, there's a chain called Chester's Chicken. It exists in the world. Get but, there. Yeah. Well, I, well it was bullshit because fucking Iowa State had a Subway, a Pizza Hut, or they didn't have a Pizza Hut. They had a Subway, but then on the inside, there was Chester's Chicken and, and individual Pizza Hut slices, which fuck Pizza Hut. What the pizza fuck like kind shit. of shit is that? What the fuck? Hey, this is a Pizza Hut, but on the inside, we don't have pizza. We have individual slices of pizza and also sandwiches. Well, no, it wasn't like they had a Pizza Hut. It was like the cafeteria would sell, like, the, in the, inside the cafeteria had a Subway, but then they also had, like, the regular cafeteria that would sell individually wrapped, like, Chester's chicken stuff or individual, like, slices of uh, Pizza Hut. And just fuck Pizza Hut. Yeah, I don't like Pizza Hut. Pizza, pizza fucking sucks. Dude, you know, eat, honestly, I would yo, rather eat Little Caesars. Hey, we're not ending this podcast on food again. Bro, yeah, we, we have get, fucking, we like, fucking seven minutes. Book and I shit with Franz fucking list, dude. Okay, but I really got a piece, so I'm going to fucking bust through Franz list, dude. I've been wanting to bust this shit out for, like, a couple weeks now. All right. <laughs> so, to recap. with all this Franz list knowledge. Yeah, dude, I got to fucking eat a goddamn whatever chicken sandwich, fucking chicken tender Matt's talking about to fucking purge <laughs> this stuff. All right, let's go, baby. All right, Franz list. This guy, nine-year-old child prodigy. People were like, bro. Yo, you know what? I like this format better. Let's just do a fucking quick and dirty Franz List fucking... Let's go, baby. You're in the seminar with Jeff fucking Lynch right now. Franz List, what's up, bitches? Hey, you guys want to know what it was like? I was a fucking briefer intelligence analyst for United States Air Force. You want to know what it was like to get an intelligence briefing from me? Here we fucking go, dude. All right. You're my air crew right now. All right, Franz List, that's the fucking subject. That's what's on the fucking board right now. Whiteboard behind me. Franz List right up top. Nine-year-old child prodigy. Fucking dude banged ass on the goddamn piano revolutionary pian- pianist this guy fucking went nuts even people were saying this nine-year-old kid made love to the piano as creepy as that is that's some fucking child pedophilia bullshit but let's move right the fuck past this because this is talking like 18 for 18 probably 1820s some fucking weird shit going on there we're not going to talk about that 200 years ago whatever people were fucked way back then they're like this kid going nuts on the piano let's get this guy let's get him going all over belgium and and germany let's get him playing for everybody they're like dude this kid's dope as fuck but he's not very good at fingering and then beethoven (laughs) was like yeah he's all right dude 
in the very beginning of this, I thought that Beethoven and his dad hung out. No, it turns out Beethoven's like, I'm fucking deaf. I can't hear shit. So took Beethoven a little while to be able to hear his music. Maybe you didn't even hear it. You just felt the vibrations. Doesn't fucking matter, dude. So Franz Liszt is over here, nine years old, playing his fucking ass off. His dad dies. He's like, dude, I'm a young kid. My dad fucking died. I'm taking a little hiatus. I'm going to go just play the fuck out of the piano by myself. You guys can eat my shithole. I'm not playing for you fuckers. So then he comes, he comes back when he's like 22 years old. Franz Liszt is like, I'm fucking ready to go, bud. I got my fucking dope ass Sean from Malcolm in the Middle. No, not Malcolm in the Middle, from <laughs> Boy Meets World Hair. Fucking middle part, dude. Down to my fucking jawline. I'm looking great, bro. I'm looking dope as fuck. I'm drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, smoking cigars. These girls are fucking taking my spent coffee. I'm like, bro, this fucking French press coffee's a little too cold for my liking. It's 82 degrees. Fucking take it off my hands. And the girls would be like, I'll fucking put that in my goddamn locket, motherfucker. And they put it in their purse. So then he's also smoking cigars, puffing that shit down, puts that shit out on the back of his heel, throws it on the street, leaves. Girls come up and they're like, bro, Franz Lentz, just puff the fuck out of this cigar. Put it into my titties. So they'll take that cigar and they put it in their cleavage. Or the or this one story, this lady was like, I'm putting it in my locket. And I guess like I don't really know how historians really knew about this or whatever, but the story goes that this lady had this locket in her pocket or around her neck on top of her tits, whatever, doesn't matter. In your pocket on your tits doesn't fucking matter where it's at. But this thing stunk. If she was wearing it around for like years. It's a spent cigar butt. She's like walking around and people are like, oh my God, what the fuck stinks? This place is reeks. Get the fuck out of here. And she's like, it's just my locket. It's my list locket. And people are like, it's fine. It's list. He's the man. It's in her locket. You know, she stinks like shit, but you got to accept it because it's like this dope ass fucking the first rock star ever. Just like she has his cigar in her titties. So it's totally fine. And I, I got to make a side point. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody by using like the word titties too much or whatever, but I think it's funny. So I'm going to keep doing it. So th- so the, the titty cigar stuff's going on for a long time. And he's just revolutionizing the art of of uh, piano so he's banging out you know i talked about last episode he's hitting double notes mozart couldn't do that shit because mozart's is a fucking straight up nublet he can't do that shit he doesn't have the equipment for it so franz is like banging out doing shit no one's ever fucking heard before dude doing crazy crazy uh i don't know the word for it but up and down on the fucking piano going nuts dude if you listen to franz listen to music it sounds like he is just going fucking crazy sounds like he's got like two fucking two left hands bro it's nuts and he also likes to stay in like the higher end of the uh the piano so i guess that would be the right set maybe he has two right hands either way he's going fucking nuts dude and um also i think you were talking about earlier like uh oh yeah i thought this earlier earlier i thought this was funny you were talking about how we were talking about like the three doors down and like all those like those kind of uh, artists, those those butt rock dudes, so those butt rock dudes like pretend that their voice is part of the the uh, music. So like they're like they're like, dude, doesn't my voice sound like a guitar? <laughs> right? <laughs> like I figure that's what they fucking think. So uh, Chopin. Chopin and list so i guess they're kind of like rivals but list helped out chopin chopin if you guys don't know fucking great great pianist check him out brilliant artist caitlin my wife had a um, minor in piano in college and chopin is her chopin chopin whatever fuck i might have just fucked myself but pronouncing it wrong but it doesn't really matter france france francis chopin whatever look him up 
great pianist. So they're like fucking kind of rivals, but Franz Liszt helped them a little bit or whatever. So those dudes banging out on the fucking piano. And these and Chopin was known to like to make it sound like there was voices within the music and list like expanded upon that just by like using multiple ranges within the piano get fucking dirty dude so he's up on stage playing the fuck out of the piano but what he did he revolutionized the shit he was the first fucking rock star he would go up on stage he had his white gloves on you know like the white gloves that that uh uh the rabbit the looney tunes rabbit fucking God damn it. What's his name, Matt? Looney Tunes Rabbit. Fucking Bugs Bunny, right? Bugs Bunny? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm on a fucking roll right now. Bugs Bunny gloves, right? And he would just fucking take his gloves off. Pew, pew, throw them underneath this fucking piano. And this is like, this is at a time. This is the 1800s, bud. This is early 1800s, but everything's like, oh, you got to be regal. You can't wear your hair like that. You're in Russia right now. Why the fuck are you wearing your hair like a girl, you fucker? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. What I'm going to do... So I'm turning this fucking piano sideways so that these people out in the audience can see me playing this shit so they know I'm not auto-tuning. Dude, Franz Liszt is like, I'm fucking thinking 200 years in the future. I'm not auto-tuning. I'm not injecting shit. None of that digital bullshit, dude. You're going to see me fucking play this piano. And he'd be on the side as a profile. And, dude, he would fucking do these turns to the audience that were like fucking Rocky level, fucking slow motion, but in reverse. Instead of Rocky getting punched, dude, he's coming back the other way towards the fucking camera, fucking looking in the audience, flinging sweat off of his, off of his, uh, uh, math cory matthews older brother sean matthews fucking style hair flicking that shit in the audience and just giving a fucking death sex stare into the front fucking road whatever girl he looked at and she died straight on contact he's playing the fuck out of the piano dude sideways going fucking nuts breaking piano strings left and right just like dude i'm done with this piano get me another motherfucker and you're right now the wheel on a different piano take all the fucking busted ass piano strings throw them in the crowd they create bracelets out of it boom merchandise first merchandiser ever probably had fucking t-shirts probably i don't fucking know just burnt a fucking cigar out on the titty they're wearing that shit Franz Liszt was the fucking man, dude. And then he went on to be a composer and just composed the fuck out of music. And that is a five-minute synopsis of Franz fucking Liszt. And he is the man, dude. All right. There you go. Treat that as, like, that's a down and dirty dude. Imagine everything I just said was somehow converted into fucking mission material. And you needed to know the down and dirty about a fucking some dude over in the Middle East that bombed a hospital. And I'm like, dude, this is where he is. And this is all the shit he does. And this is how we're going to get him. Imagine that's like that. And that's fucking, that's fucking Jeff Lynch brief right there, bud. <laughs> fucking rap. All right. I'm going to fucking wrap this up. You go pay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hey, same thing as last time. Got a hot sauce probably coming out. Check it out. Probably something called uh uh, Reaper don't fear the mango or mango don't fear the reaper. Some you sure like don't that. feel the mango. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. But I don't know. I'm going to stick around because I got to stop the recording. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Make sure you're going over to punninggame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and of course my personal favorite who gives a F as well as returning classic things about stuff and no rational thought as well as my two archived podcasts, The Grove and Monster Jamboree. And as I always drop it every Tuesday, you know it, you'll love it. The Grove is not the one. The Empty Parlor is the one. Yes, our Fuck. podcast. <laughs> Second time I've done that. Fuck my mouth. But no. Yes. Make sure you also go over to Lamb Like the Animal on YouTube. Hell yeah. Bye bye. Hell yeah, dude. Peace. Peace.